It is the Brotherly Love Podcast, another Super Bowl edition for you with John Mita. I am Joe O'Donnell. Johnny Meats, we're just a few sleeps away, as the kids would say, until Super Bowl 57. How you doing, brother? Feeling good, buddy. Feeling real confident. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but um, all you have to do is watch the body of work of our beloved football team all year to know that this is kind of I mean, this this is this is what the, the buildup's been about. This is what you know them doing what they need to do each and every week. And what a better way to just send it off with another trophy, another Lombardi in the closet of the Philadelphia Eagles. That would yep. be fantastic. Be amazing, my friend. Uh, are you anxious? Are you nervous? Where are you at? What's the excitement level? Give me your yeah. personal uh, yeah. well-being status only things the Chiefs have a little edge over is quarterback and tight end. And it's a slight edge of tight end and quarterback. I mean, listen, Patrick Mahomes, he's the best quarterback the Eagles will face this year. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. He's been doing it for five years now. I get all that. But he's also going to be somewhat limited because he's still recovering from a high ankle sprain. And I've known people with high ankle sprains and I know athletes recover and he's got this great trainer named Julie. And I I get all that to get him ready for the game. But if he is, if if there is anything that he's immobilized a little bit and listen, you don't think the Eagles are going to key on that. Of course they're going to key on that. They're going to try to beat him up and and, and they're going to make him, you know, run out of the pocket. And, and also we, we got to look at Andy Reid. you know, he coached here for so many years his biggest downfall, why fans were like, because what, what did he not do a lot of times? He refused to run the football, which, again, then plays. Listen, I know Patrick Mahomes can throw it all over the yard, but at the same time, we have the number one pass defense in the NFL, and that's a combination between because we have the number one pass rush in the NFL. But we have a great secondary, and, and, all, and it looks like Avante Matt, on the podcast last week, he just didn't want to get his foot trampled on in a walkthrough or what have you, and he's going to be a full go. So essentially, us bringing all of our starters into this football game, it's absolutely remarkable to me, and I'm I'm confident. I think we're going to steamroll. I think we're going to steamroll them because this team feeds off it. Their leader, Jalen Hurts, feeds off the doubters, the haters, the naysayers, whatever you want to call all these critics. They feed off it. Just like, oh, the Niners, oh, oh they're going to come in. They're the better team. They're going to pull the upset. Boom. They they boat racing. And you still have these stupid, stupid – all these 49er players oh, crying. Oh, my God. We had a quarterback. We felt like we got robbed. Like, really? Well, you should have protected your quarterback better, okay? And that yeah, falls let, on your coaching staff. Let, I agree. I agree. And I've had enough of them. Like, I, the Stop. second they shut up, we'll be better for yeah, Exactly. Hey, let, me, let me ask you this. Because the Eagles, in a lot of ways, were in a similar spot a few years ago when Carson Wentz got knocked out very sure. early in that Seahawks game. Sure. And Josh McCown came in, and right. I think he even hurt his hamstring, right? He, he did. He around. did. He, he literally right. tore his hamstring. And it, move. And, it, and it sucked, right? Right. I remember feeling like, oh. But I don't remember bitching and moaning and complaining for a week after that game or no. longer no. Uh, in this case, longer now, and I and I and I certainly don't remember being like, "Oh, the Seahawks got lucky," or like, 
you know, like it, it was what it was. It sucked. Yeah. Would I like to have seen that team have a fair shot in that game? Sure. But at the same time, there were still four quarters left of that football game basically to be played and they didn't get it done. And, and and it's it's no different than what happened to the 49ers. It's really not. In fact, the 49ers have a better roster than that Eagles team. 100%. 100% better. Is it, did it put them at a disadvantage? Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to tell you that it didn't. It Correct. clearly did. No, they had no shot. But at the game. same time, it's not like their defense started. And our quarterback didn't even play that well. Like, right. he didn't throw the ball well, but we still rushed for four rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Like, if their defense was so damn good and they happen to be the best defense in the NFL, well, then why'd they give up 30? Why they yeah, got 30 I'm points? with you, dude. Don't give up. Dude, that game was seven seven like... when Josh Johnson was in the game. Thank you. Thank you. And it's just it's just with, with by the way, 90 seconds or you know, four minutes left in the first half when the Eagles got the ball back. Exactly. I mean so, it, and the 49ers were getting the ball to start the half. So that game oh. was theirs. There was doubt in that stadium. There was doubt in my mind. Yeah. You know, I couldn't believe they were gonna piss away a chance with, with Purdy getting hurt, not to win it. But right. uh, and ultimately they just kick the living you know what out of them but that's it I, I watched the nfl films mic'd up the other day i don't know if you saw it sure i saw um, some of there's them. like 13 minutes on the eagles oh, okay. um, i'd find it on youtube if you can it's really solid but I you can wait. tell uh the the niners defense other than fred warner trying to talk the talk the whole game he was they were shell-shocked on their sideline when purdy went out like they knew the game was over that's so they it. could say all they want um, right. but they right. didn't, they didn't man up to a man. They did not man no. up and they, they, they wilted on that sideline. That's, you can it. See it. That's it. I mean, anyway. yeah, I mean and it, it is what it is. Sorry. We're, yeah. I again, don't want to spend I, one more second, nah, I know, honestly, exactly. of energy, but I just thought I find it yeah, embarrassing. No, it, it's just ridiculous. You know, we're credit, you know, and then you have these national puns like people like no. Nick Wright and Kong. It's like, shut up. Like, yeah. you know, kids keep down this team. I love it. They feed on of it. Yep. I mean, Darius Slate came out and said when George Kittle said that they look good on paper, but we all know we'll see who's more physical. Correct. They took that personally. Yep. And I think they're going to take this. Listen, this is going to be a huge test for the Eagles defense. This is, you know, the best offense you're going to face, which is remarkable that these both these teams have scored the exact same amount of points. I don't know if you know this stat. Same amount of points, same another seed, same amount of all pros. And same amount of Kelsey brothers, which is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. But but it's um, but this is it, and it's they're going to be hard to stop. But if 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 I'm Jonathan Gannon, I'm literally throwing on the Super Bowl tape when the Buccaneers played the Chiefs, and they boat raced Kansas City, and may and I'll never forget it because I think I bet Kansas City that day. Yep. And they lost thirty-one to nine. I would emulate everything what they did. Now, probably in my opinion. It next to the 49ers linebackers uh, with Devon White and Levante or Devin White and Levante David, probably the best pair of linebackers. But I'm doing everything they did in that game to try to shut down Patrick Mahomes. And we're just, we're just, and listen, Jalen has been training for this moment his entire lifetime. He has all the doubt. Like, did you hear about that? Did you see the one on media that the one reporter is like, yeah, yep. I'm a reporter. I didn't think you could lead this team to the Super Bowl. So, from man to a man, just want to say you proved me wrong. He's like, a lot of people doubt of me. Cool. Like, yeah. you can just tell. Like, he loves it. He feeds off it. And I've never seen somebody so focused. And Nick Sirianni, obviously, to compare him to the GOAT. That's right. For all you millennials out here, 
the key thing of LeBron, who is the GOAT. He's not the GOAT. He never will be in anyone's mind that has a sense of uh, a brain. But he compared uh, Jalen Hurts to, to, to Michael Jordan, just how he approaches it and just his attitude to just get better and, and just the will not to lose. And, I mean, I'll tell you what, I, I think he's – He's on his way, so I'm I'm pretty confident. I mean, how do you feel about the game? I just I just with the matchup. What? Listen, I watched Kansas City play a lot this year, a lot. I've seen them over the last five. They're a great team. They're well coached, but if if I look at defensively, you look at their secondary. They're very young. They're starting two young corners. Now they do get it back at one of their veteran corners. Um, Sheed or Sneed or whatever his name is. He's decent, but their safeties don't scare me. And I think there's plays made to be had. And I think this is the game where we air it out. I think A.J. Brown eats. I think Devontae Smith eats. I think Dallas Goddard's going to eat. I think our offense is going to eat in general. And we're throwing up a 38 piece. But that's just me. Wow. Well, look, I, uh, I agree on a couple of fronts there. Uh, first of all, I'm I'm anxious, right? I want this damn game to get underway. Oh, I, I don't know how I'm going to sleep brutal. Saturday. I don't know how I'm going to feel leading up to the game Sunday. I think I'm just going to lock it down in the casa yeah. and uh, I'm with slam a hundred beers and pray to God that they 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 show up. Um, yeah. You know, I I think they win this game. I, I really do. Could they lose it? Sure. Uh, do I expect them to? I don't think so, man. I really think that they are the better team. Uh, does Mahomes, you know, look, I, the one situation I don't want to see John Mita is I don't want the Eagles up by three or one with or, three minutes to go. And yep, he's got and, the ball in his yes, hands. And you're kicking and you're punting to them or they're taking right. over on downs or whatever the situation. And we're is. leaving it up to some that I've mentioned in previous podcasts. Jonathan Gannon's got to dial up some type of defensive game planning to stop one of the best to ever do it. So <laughs> yep. I'm, Yep. That's why, listen, I know a lot of people are out there like, oh, I'd like to see a great close game. I do not. No. Just like those playoff games, I relished in them. 38 yep. to 7, 31 7, never yep. a doubt. I mean, I love that. As a fan, how do you not love that type of atmosphere? Especially well, for us, because it would put the total stamp on it. Yes. For a team that gets zero respect nationally, it's just the big FU we can send them, say, oh, yeah, we're the best team all year. Our quarterback got injured, missed two games, and was like 17-1 as a starter. Yeah, I would say that's pretty damn good. And they'll have to go up there, and we'll see what they do defensively. I mean, if they can hold them to 17 points or less, the defense, they're going to have to talk about is this Eagles defense is being – got to be in the top 10 of all time. I mean, if they they can do that. Because the 2000 – At least as far as as Super Bowl winning teams, right? Like – there's right. some teams with great numbers and whatever. Yeah, they can right. Get it done, sure, right. I'm with you. Or over the last 10, 15 right. Super Bowl champs, right. you know, the Eagles defense will have to be right up there. But look, uh, t- historically or traditionally, the Eagles have not played well against top offenses. The numbers are out there. They haven't yeah. fared well against top quarterbacks, but that's why they're top quarterbacks. I think we cover well enough to keep their receivers for the most part in check. Do I see a deep ball or two being completed? By Mahomes, yeah, that's that's their mo. Do I see Kelsey getting his? Yes, but I sure. think if you can keep him to some field goals, if you can make Mahomes miserable, if you can hit him yeah. early, force him into a turnover or two, which he is prone to doing when he's under pressure in some of those mm-hmm. miracle plays, um, I think they got a really good chance to win this game, John. I mean, I think Devontae Smith is going to have a monster game. 
I do too. And I I, I love that prediction. And I thought I thought that before. You know, I was having good Devontae Slim Reaper vibes before. I don't know if you saw this, but like the first Uh night of the media session where Uh their their defensive back pulled the Freddie Mitchell. Oh no. They're one of their DBs is being interviewed and he's like, Yeah, AJ Brown, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, That number six is really fast. Do you remember when Freddie Mitchell would not yeah. call Rodney Harrison by yeah. name or whatever? And he said, I don't know good. him. Or, yeah. Dude, I hope somebody put that tape in front of the Slim Reaper because I what? want a toe tapping, back uh, of the end zone, uh, fade. I want, with, oh, what? I want, I want a Man, screen that guy, where he breaks it down the sidelines. Like, listen, I hope Devontae is just look, look at what he Look at what he did in two national championships, right? Tua, Jalen Hurts gets pulled. He catches the game winner, the Tua throws, right? Boom. Yep. Then they boat race Ohio State in the national championship. My man has like six receptions, 175 yards, and like two to three touchdowns. And that was in the first half. Yeah. And he, he it talks was three about TDs it. in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. And he talks about I was built for this. Like you can hear him mic up. He's like, this is what I do. Like that guy. They're like, well, what do you like to do in your free time? The guy just says, like, literally, he just goes home and sleep. Well, how do you pass the time? He's like, I'll just go home and sleep. And they're like, listen, man, I'm with you. Another silent assassin type guy. Yeah. It's all business. And the Eagles players, you know, through the media coverage, and even when A.J. Brown was getting interviewed, they seemed really locked in. And did you hear? Everyone beats everyone. Did you hear this? And he played like no. audio recordings in him, and they're just quotes of his, just kind of like premeditated meditation quotes from Jalen Hurts. And he gave everyone these headphones. I yeah, love man. it, dude. Dude, he I had a qu- he had a couple quotes. I was listening to Joe Giglio maybe two weeks ago, speaking uh-huh. of Hurts. Sure. And he played some of his sound leading up to I think it was Championship Week, uh-huh. and he dropped some lines in there. I don't even want to call them cliches because yeah. they're like one of a kind. Right, but he, but in like a thirty-second span, he talked about how um, your peers allow you to lead. Yeah, like when they were talking about leadership, and think sure. about that for a minute, dude. Because if you're a fraud, like yeah. you're not, you don't have a, a, a shot in a locker room, especially with fifty-three grown-ass yeah. men in there, right? All right, this isn't like a uh, a twelve-man basketball rotation or whatever. Like we're talking about fifty-three. Grown ass men, all from different backgrounds, walks of life, different experience, competitiveness, making all kinds of money. And if this 25 year old quarterback is leading, like he's only leading because they're allowing him to lead, right? Like they believe in him. So the fact he talked about like the peers, your peers allow you to lead, I found that like just remarkable. Like I love that. And then he was talking about. <laughs> He dropped a line about daily deposits, right? Like all the work yeah. you put in, like making yeah. that daily deposit, dude. And I was like, yeah. that's such a awesome line. Like, yeah. I, dude, I'm so – I think Jalen Hurts, man, if he comes out and plays the way we know he can play, John Mina, and the way yeah. he played, say, 14 of the weeks he started sure. this year. There's no way they're losing. There's Here. no way they're losing. There's and I think his no legs way. are going to be a difference. I think – I mean, there is nothing right, is to there? hold him back for. Yeah. I mean – just contain Chris Jones up the middle yeah. and, you know, and I really think, dude, he, I just want to see AJ Brown get involved early. Okay. Yeah. I want to know he's healthy early. And yeah. if him and if, if AJ Brown, Devonte Smith, both are 80 plus yards receiving this game might not even be close. Yeah. 
You yeah. know, I mean, I, I literally, I, I just being able to hang. I just, I, we have everything. There's literally the only weakness I could point to is the punter and the colonel. Thank God, hopefully gets his pink slip. I mean, if he wants to come along and ride for Brent Kern for the Super Bowl, <laughs> that's fine. But give me a little. Never thought I'd say this, but give me a little Iron Sipos. I'll go for him. But I mean, obviously the return game. You want to watch, I mean, could special teams become a factor? Because Kansas City has a couple good returners. You know, Jake Elliott's going to be in an indoor stadium. Just kick the ball out the end zone. Let them start at the 25. Yeah. Let's let's not. And, and, the, and the key to Joe is turnovers, right? We've done such a good job as far as turnovers throughout the, the – the Eagles have done such a fantastic job as far as turnover ratio. And, and, and Kansas City's minus three on the year. So they they tend they can get a little loose and in, in, in the receiving court, McCall Harmon, he went to the IR. They activated Clyde Jones or uh, Jones Edwards Hilaire. Hilaire. Yeah. yeah, Edwards Hilaire. Um, so that'll give them a little boost in the running game. But I just if they want to pass on us with our pass rush, we're gonna make his life miserable. And I, I think they know the message. I think this team knows that listen, I I, I bought a t-shirt and and on the back of the T-shirt, it's a roster that every of every player on the roster, because this is, in my mind, I think this is going to be one of the best rosters ever created in NFL history. Because these guys, with all the pending free agents, you know, this is going to be their last game together, and and to be on the big stage and be and I just and what it would mean and and I don't know, man, Jalen's dialed in. You just look at the guy; he's ready to go. And I, th- I think if there's any type of anxiety and fear is, and we'll find out later is, you know, he has, he's had some inaccuracies regarding throwing the football, but they really didn't have to throw the football because yeah. I think his shoulder's fine. I really yeah. do. Everybody I, I've talked to medically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and I have, I've asked around and, sure. and it's a uh, look, they could shoot it up. They get, he, he's fine. And, yeah, yeah. Oh no, he's gonna be know, ready to go. I don't think there if there's any accuracy issues, I don't think it has anything yeah. to do with the shoulder. That's just me. Um yeah. any concern that the Chiefs jump on him early given their experience and the Eagles are playing catch up. And if that's the scenario, how do you see it playing out? Ooh, that's a that's a great question. Um it, it's just not a position that we've experienced this year. Right. Um you know, Detroit, I mean, again, it was the first game of the season, kind of jumped on them a little early, and Jacksonville got a good lead, but they hung in there in the rain. What a slop fest that was, and they found a way to pull that out. Um, the Indianapolis game, they were a little down. I just I, – I would say I would be worried, but when we have this many weapons and we are so talented on offense, I think we can come back to blink of – we're down like let's say 10 to 14 points right you're like oh crap shit we're down 10 to 14 like what are we gonna do i feel like then the offense will get a touchdown then our defense will cause a turnover and boom we'll get right back in it i just feel like this team is not going to be denied and i'm very more confident like i thought in 2017 i just felt like they that team was just magic there was just something peddling them along this one, I think it's just pure talent. They're good. The coaching staff is good. They're prepared. They're ready to go. They have the necessary leaders on their team. And that's why I just don't think we're going to fail. I don't. I don't. I just, I don't know. I mean, I know the points red's only one and a half. But, again, like, I mean, 
I mean, the, the Cincinnati Bengals were close to being in this situation. It's not like Kansas City went in there and blew their doors off. So, yeah. biggest matchup advantage the Chiefs have. Um, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm just, just Kelsey. I would say, like the receivers. Like, we don't need Travis Kelsey getting a buck thirty-five and two touchdowns. I mean, I right. think that's the one thing that worries me, and it's gonna be—it's gonna be very interesting to see how they scheme for him. Are they gonna play a lot of zone coverage? Are they gonna play man? I like to see him do a little mix of both. Maybe take a cornerback like somebody with some size and length, like James Bradbury, to be over. If they mix it up, I think we'll be in great shape. I think that's the one thing that worries me. I'm not really concerned about the running game because once we brought in those two behemoth free agent D tackles with Joseph and Sue, like our run defense. I guess how they – if you watch them, the thing that, that, that could be the X factors are running backs. Like Jarek McKinnon getting the ball out of the backfield. He caught like a touchdown in like seven straight games. The one thing I will say, though, is right um, – Christian McCaffrey is a very talented receiver coming out of the backfield. And we did a stellar job. And yeah. tackling is going to be huge. These guys are big on yards after catch. So if we wrap up and tackle like we did, like like Swansea Garner Johnson just tackled amazingly. And he could be an X factor. I mean, I could see him plucking two balls in this game. So Yeah. Yeah. And what I'm about you? It. What are your thoughts? Uh I guess, you know, the Kelsey obviously is a big part of it, but I guess my biggest thing is just just hang around in that game early. You know what I mean? Like yeah. get get to your execute the game plan early if you're the Eagles, right? Don't don't let any doubt creep in at any point in that game that you're not ready or that you're not supposed to be there, which I don't think will happen. But, right. you know, 10 nothing Chiefs or 14-3 yeah. to three near halftime, right. like those are the scenarios where you start going, oh, God. Like, because, again, they've been there before, right? Yeah. Everybody on their team. We have a handful of guys. Yeah. So, you know, when you have the 30-minute halftime and you've got yeah. adjustments to be like, everything's a little different. You know, right. Eagles are staying an hour away from the stadium, from what I understand. So you got an hour bus ride before the game. Like things are just a little different. So wow. I'd like to okay. see him. I'd like to see him start on time. You know, be yeah. ready. Yeah. Don't be afraid to run the football. I've read some crazy what? stats that the Chiefs' run defense mm-hmm. is is uh, is not their mo. Especially from a uh, like when they go up against top running attacks, like they've had some struggles. So. I think we can gouge them on the ground too. Um, no, I, really I think. Do. And when we rush, and when we rush over a hundred yards, it's it. That's the recipe. You know, the best defense against Patrick Mahomes is not to have him on the field. Which I love the fact that because we've known to have some long and nice methodical drives. Yes, have we had some plays where we had some quick hit scores? Sure. When we turn them over, we're forty yards away. Boom! I get it. But we've had some long, sustained drives of six to nine and, you know, eight minutes long. And when you and when you can do that, that gets the other team to press a little bit offensively. That might cause them to make a mistake because they're like, oh, my God, we're out of this game. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, it's going to be a dandy, man. I'm really looking forward to it. It's God, this two week wait, man, is, is torturous. But I think in the end, we're all going to be very pleased. So, I sure hope so, my friend. I don't. We didn't come this far for an L. 
No, exa- exactly not. And listen, nobody's going to remember the, t- the team that lost this game. So we got to be do everything in our power to win the damn thing. And yep. just put a staple and just think what it would do. It would, you know, bring another Super Bowl back. We're back and now we have two trophies. Like, that's a big deal, too. Like, some franchises don't have one. We would now have two. We would kind of be the beast in our division and – like it, it would just do wonders. It would do absolute wonders. So Here, here's the stat, John. Made here's what I saw. This is from Connor Allen, who covers oh, the yeah. NFL. Okay, at Connor Allen NFL on Twitter, and he says the Chiefs played six games against teams with a top half of the league rushing offense, top sixteen rushing offense. Right? The Chiefs uh-huh. played six games against basically teams that are above average this year in running the ball. One of the games was against Cincinnati. They were without three of their starting linemen. And uh-huh. one was when they played the Raiders and Jared Stidham was a quarterback. So if you uh-huh. throw those two out in the other four games that the Chiefs played against top 16 rushing attacks, mm-hmm. running backs combined for 6.18 yards per carry. Jesus. 6.18. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Chiefs also play the second highest rate of middle of the field open coverage. So cover two, cover four in the league, right? Second highest rate where the middle is open. Jalen Hurts against those coverages this year, 90.4% catchable rate, tops of the league. Completion rate of almost 68%, ninth best in the league. Eight yards per attempt, third best in the league. And 9.8 average depth of target, 10th in the league. So the Chiefs play a middle, you know, they leave the middle of the field open. Sure. Hurts eight up yeah. those scenarios this year. No, I mean, listen, I, I... – that's okay. huge. Now, now he he posted a few that were favorable for the Chiefs as well, um, like the Eagles' defense going up against top offenses, and they gave up thirty points a game. And sure, you know, sure. But right. uh, look, end of the day, the matchups tend to favor the Eagles. They're the favorite in this game, and uh, and I don't think I, I think to your point, I don't think Jalen Hurts is denied. I think he understands the opportunity. I think he's going to come out and play a hell of a game. And I think at the end of the day. It's Jason over Travis. It's Birds over Chiefs. We're getting the goddamn chip. And uh, let the celebration begin. That's right. The question is, where will you be in your hockey travels next Thursday? Uh, we're home for like two weeks after uh, tonight. We're okay. in Dallas tonight. Dallas sucks, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and then we head to uh, back to St. Paul. We're there for like two and a half weeks. Fantastic. So... Yeah, man. Uh, looking forward to uh, to catching up with you again, Johnny Mead. I have one. I got one little issue. You got to give your up here. Right, yeah, we'll get our ahead. prediction here in a second. But uh-huh. what's with the Eagles jerseys with the Super Bowl patch being unavailable? It's it's unbelievable. All they yeah. have is like a gray jersey. Which yeah. what the hell is that? And I read that if the Eagles don't win, they're not making anymore. The only uh, way they're going to yeah. restock is if the Eagles make more. So what what the hell happened? I mean, is this a supply chain issue? I mean, I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, Joe. I don't know what's going on. It sounds I mean, like it's a, Philadelphia, it's a hating on Philadelphia issue. Yeah, fanatics. I mean, what's going on? I, I, I saw that. Like, you couldn't get them anywhere. They're not a, Listen, I've been to several stores as far as Rally House, been in the mall. No, you can't get them anywhere online. That's it. You can't buy them. You can't even buy them out in Phoenix right now, out at the game. Like, they're nowhere to be found. It's ridiculous. And the person that owns Fanatics, and also with the rights with the NFL, I mean, come on. Who's that, Michael Rubin? I mean, come on, baby. 
Get on your game. That's an yeah. embarrassment. Let's go. And give, I, give I, the people what know, they want, Sean Meader. That's it. I mean, I think the gray's pretty fresh, but come on. I think yeah. everybody wants to know what, what, what goes. But yeah, yeah that is an absolute disgrace. I agree. I, that I don't is a get disgrace. it. Yeah. Um, all right. Prediction time with your Super Bowl MVP. Ooh. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> so my prediction is going to be large. And I've been, I've been in the realm of a lot of these predictions. You've been good. You've been real good. Not, I mean, I've been pretty fairly accurate. So, um, listen, I, I think we take it to them. I, I, I just I don't see us losing this game. I like the fact that literally our quarterback didn't have to play his base, best game. He's going to save his best game for his last game of the season. He will be the MVP of the Super Bowl. My prediction is that Jalen Hurts throws for That's right. I say he's going to throw for three touchdowns, and then he's going to run for one. And wow. that will wrap it up. So I see like a Goddard and Smith or Brown get two, two receptions each, and then I think he rushes for one. And then, and then you know one of our running backs or the defense scores the final touchdown. But I, I'm thinking big here, people, and I think our defense shows up in the right way. They know the challenge ahead of them, and Jonathan Gannon knows that he won't be able to go back to his house if he screws this up. <laughs> so, so I think it's going to be huge, man. I think we win this one. And it's not even going to be close, and I'm going to love and celebrate every one minute of it. I'm going 38-20, Bird Gang, Fly Eagles, Fly. Bring the Lombardi back to broad. Let's go! E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Go ahead, Joe. Sorry. I love it, dude. I love it. I'm going 31, 23 birds. Okay. And I am going to give you oh boy. your Super Bowl MVP. Oh. It's Jalen Hurts. There you go. Oh, I want to go. I wanted to go. Hassan Reddick plus three thousand. No, no, plus three thousand. I told you, Kenny Gainwell at two hundred to one. It's just oh, called. You got to throw at least. You got to throw at least a twenty piece on that. You never know. I mean, Dion. But I, I, but I, I think between his arm and his legs and his Larry focus and his, and his competitiveness, I think it all comes together for Jalen Hurts on Sunday, and I think he hosting the hoisting the MVP trophy in one arm, the Lombardi in the other, and he gets right back to work the day after for next season. Um, we need a sleeper, though, John Mita. We need a yeah. sleeper, not for MVP, but the old Corey Clement Award, right? Okay. Who is going to steal the show under the radar for the Birds in the Super Bowl? Somebody we'll talk about for days and weeks and years to come that had a huge impact in this football game. I know I'm throwing you on the spot here. Yeah. Where are you going to go for somebody that's under the radar? Like, are we talking to Quez Watkins bomb? Are we talking yeah. Zach Pascal with five or six grabs? You I mean, mean offensively or defensively? Wherever. Wherever you want. Because you think about it, you yeah. think about it in that Super Bowl, yeah. Nelly, Nelly Aguilar, you yeah. know, had an unbelievable game, right? Yeah. Ertz on that third down conversion. Like, some guys are going to have to – you get the Brandon Graham strip sack. Like, there's going to have to be some guys that step up and yeah. uh, give me somebody under the radar you think could have a big game, like a Gainwell, or, or where are you going here? Uh, I'm going to go defense because you know how much I love defense, but I'm going to not pr- mispronounce this guy's name wrong. But I think Johnson gets two picks in this one. I All think right. he, he gets a jump ball by Patrick Mahomes, and he's lurking, and a ball gets tipped by, like, a linebacker, and then maybe he brings it to the house. So. 
That's my right. sleeper. I'm going two sacks for Josh Sweat. Ah, Sweaty. All right. And on the offensive side. A strip fumble in there by Sweaty or no? I, I think on the offensive side, John Mita, yeah. you're going to have a the three-headed attack. And I think all three running backs have an impact in this football game. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a Kenny Gainwell anytime touchdown. Oh, yeah? What's that um, at right now? That's got to be plus know. 600. I don't know. I haven't looked. Probably, yeah. Right. But I'm going to say Kenny Gainwell and uh, Josh Sweat, two guys I'm looking for that are – you know, sometimes a little under the radar, hoping they step up. Yeah. Now, listen, Gamewell, I mean, you might make a case that this guy's been, you know, one of the, the best players on their team. Like, he has made some huge plays in the playoffs right now. I mean, it is unbelievable. Yep. Uh, well, let's hope, my friend, that we are uh, doing a celebratory podcast a week from now. And uh, and then we've Ooh, got that second Kenny Gamewell. Kenny Gamewell, anytime eight fifty plus three hundred. Ooh, Vegas knows. Vegas knows. <laughs> Got that right. Um, all right. The Eagles defensive it. touchdown plus six hundred. Oh, all hey, right. By the way, I got a uh, I got a note. Um, my sister was not happy with you that she did not get a tailgate shout out. Oh, um, she wanted to make sure you know she's a loyal listener and she was not pleased. <sighs> Well, I'm I'm sorry. Especially but... since fake quest love uh, got so much airtime. So much airtime. Well, my apologies to your beautiful sister. There was uh my brain wasn't functioning strong. <laughs> but uh I will make it up to, to her. All right. All right. At the parade celebration. How about that? I love it. I love it. All right, go birds. Thanks everybody for tuning in all football season long. Hopefully the next one is a uh, celebratory brotherly love podcast. John Amita, enjoy the game, my friend. Uh, Make sure you have plenty of uh, food to go with all those beverages. You got it. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Dear God, go birds. Brotherly love (laughs) podcast. Till next time, we'll see you.